Hey everyone and welcome to 121 in Flux, I'm Peter, that is Connor and we talk about movies on this show, older movies specifically, although this one's not that old because it's tying into something that's about to come out soon. Uh, we are going to be talking about the 2009 animated Wonder Woman film, uh, directed by Lauren Montgomery. Uh, this was part of, it's actually really funny to think that this DC animated movie kind of line has been going now for 10 years but it has it started in 2007 really yeah still feels like a relatively new thing but it's because it's, it's they, they did to be fair they did you know they did flashpoint and then they went into the the next yeah you know, they did the, the the new 52s universe and it kind of which funnily is when it got shit it's funny how that lined up. It's not even like it's got the same problems as what New 52 did in the comics, but somehow, they, for the most part, not entirely, but for the most part, they've been weaker since yes. then. Interesting. Uh, so yeah, we're going to talk about this. this there's been no live-action Wonder Woman movie before now, so we're doing the animated one, <laughs> and we thought this would be funny to revisit. I remember liking this one, uh, but obviously, as we always do, we'll start spoiler-free, and if there's any spoilers we want to go into, uh, we will... Uh, later on, and we'll give you a warning before we do. So, uh, I assume you like this one too? Yeah, yeah. I have... I had memories of this being one of the, the better ones of of the time period. That sounds like there's going to be a but. Uh, I, I don't think it quite holds up as much as it did in my memory, but it's still very good. Hmm. Yeah, this is basically just a typical Wonder Woman origin movie. Like it, yeah. You know, you you set up with Themyscira and like her surrounding characters and you have Steve Land and we we go from there. Uh, she has to come back. Ares is causing chaos, trying to like take over the world and whatever else he does and she stops him and I mean, <laughs> I don't know if this is the spoiler free section, but spoiler, good character wins and beats the bad guy at the end. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. if, if, if that's a spoiler then you've not watched a lot of superhero stories up until now. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's, that's the gist of the movie. Do you know what the other thing I feel has changed as well since, like, post-Flashpoint? Not, again, not entirely, but for the most part. I feel like the casting has not been as impressive. I feel like, bef- like back in these days, I feel like I looked at the cast list and went, oh, there's, like, five names on there I recognise and know from, you know, live-action stuff. Uh, for example, here we have Kerry Russell playing Wonder Woman, we have Nathan Fillion playing Steve Trevor, we have Alfred Molina playing... Aries, we have Rosario, Rosario Dawson playing Artemis, There's Oliver Platt yeah, playing yeah. Hades, it's pretty meaty cast. I, I think the difference is at this point in the in the universe they were kind of going, right, let's cast on a per movie basis, so it rotated through a lot. Yet once it got to that New 52 time period, they kind of just went, right, you're doing Batman for the next you know, ten films. And yeah. so they got a, a lower tier name. I like so how you pick speak. Batman because he's the one that I think's a bad choice for for the recent movies, and that's fine. I'm just that yeah. You know, most of them have kind of had right. That's actually you know, same as Superman. I don't like the voice actor for either Batman or Superman in the newer movies. That's fair. Yeah, for the ones that's got obviously sometimes they use Kevin Conroy depending on the movie, and obviously I like him. But yeah, when absolutely. they're picking the, the the regular dude that they've had for the other ones, not so much. Uh, but no, nah, so, so it's got a, got a good cast. Uh, so they're recognisable voices, and I, I do recognise most of them. Uh, Tara Strong is in it as well, as a minor character. I'm just pointing that out, because she pops she's got to be there somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's an enjoyable movie. I, I think uh, I, I'd forgotten like some of the some of the elements of like how it was... Because like, obviously you expect like gender roles to come up, and you expect 
like sort of a, a feminist angle on it, and I'd forgotten how it tackled that. Yeah, it's it's very blunt. It's and very handed with its its messaging. It, it is uh, to the point where it almost does a disservice to Steve, where they actually give Steve lines because uh, when he lands in Themyscira, he like sees like a couple of like Amazons bathing in a pool, and he says something like, "Oh, mama, this is like a dream." <laughs> yeah, and it just it feels really kind of like almost high school comedy teenage boy. Yeah, it, it doesn't feel like Steve Trevor, does nah. it? No, he he feels. At least from the comics, he's a more respectful character. I, I don't imagine him saying things like that. Yeah, uh, and that stuck out to me in this this viewing is that like, that, that like he he's a bit more of a almost Tony Stark esque kind of yeah, pretty much womanizer to, to to an extent, not not completely, but there's definitely elements of that in there. Uh, yeah, the way he keeps trying to kiss Wonder Woman, for example, feels obviously Steve Trevor and Wonder Woman kiss. That's a that's something they eventually do, but. The way he keeps trying to do it, and then she keeps fighting him off. Uh, although her, her slapping him is quite a funny, funny thing. It, is. it does. I have to admit, Steve feels really out of character. Uh, and yes. This. Yeah, pretty much the entire way through. Yeah, which is a shame because it's it's. Uh... Yeah, I mean, actually, there's probably a handful of scenes where he feels in character, but for the most part. Oh yeah, I mean, when that stuff's not been brought up, sure. Yeah. Uh, but it almost feels like, and then Wonder Woman on the other side of that uh, gets very kind of, she starts giving these speeches about how man is this, man is that, and you're, you're a bunch of vicious, sexist pigs and all that kind of, she didn't say those words, but like, she goes on these speeches, and then Steve has to defend it, because, oh, you Amazons aren't so perfect either, and so on, and all of it, it is very heavy-handed, and I had forgotten, like, I didn't remember it being this kind of surface level. Yeah, not me either. And as a result, it kind of like, all right. Uh, what does still work, though, and what I do like, uh, some of the action's quite good. Yeah. Uh, there's some stuff where they get kind of violent. Uh, I mean, the sky, it's PG-13, so they don't want to be too violent, so they, they disguise it in various ways, but it's still the impact of the, the hits and the, the the blades cutting and things like that are still kind of there. Yeah, uh, one, one thing I like uh, early on is a battle, uh, sort of in the, the flashback of like how Themyscira came to be, uh, and all the Amazons are fighting various uh, monsters and whatnot, and soldiers. There's a decapitation at one point, and it, it goes to sort of a silhouette kind of thing, yeah. and you get like a proper like head sliding off the body kind of thing, and it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty vicious, even though, like you say, it's still technically PG-13, just because it's the yeah. silhouette, but it's effective. That's how you get around it. <laughs> it is. And, and, and you mentioned that bit at the start with the, the Amazons and you know the, how Themyscira came to be, and it's something else that I'd forgotten, just how this movie is about the Amazons as a whole, rather than just Wonder Woman. Like they're they're mm. quite present throughout. Yeah, which is a lot about. Actually, I don't have a problem with that necessarily. Even though, like, right now in the comics, I'm accustomed to no one but Diana leaving Themyscira, so it was kind of weird when that happens in this. Yeah. Uh, the thing that really stuck out to me though is that uh, Ares is more. He's more of a typical villain in this, where he, you know, he, he's talking, he's giving monologues, he's this presence. Whereas I feel like Ares in the comics for me works better when he's like, he's talked about. He's like this. He's more of a figure who shows up, and when he shows up, he doesn't say much. He's like menacing, mm. kind of thing. Whereas here, he just feels like a sort of, t- and he's not bad actually. I don't mean to make it sound like he is bad because he's fine, but he is more of a typical sort of villain who's got a master plan that he's he's going through. Yeah, I think the the most interesting with Ares was right at the start when he was in the prison. 
Yeah, yeah. He didn't feel that imposing. He just felt like sort of like movie bad guy 101. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, again, that's kind of a shame. So I, I guess the ultimate thing I'm seeing with this is there's good things about it. I, I think uh, Wonder Woman's got some good action moments. Uh, the stuff in Themyscira is pretty decent, pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but it doesn't hold up as much as I thought it did uh, b- b- because of these problems we're bringing up. Steve out a character, the uh, the the sex, se- you know, battle of the sexies stuff being very sort of surface level and not not being subtle, not being. Yeah, that's the thing. It's there's just better ways of tackling it, like most of the comics with Wonder Woman, basically. Or even the fact that Etta and this is basically just a secretary who really wants to have sex with Steve. <laughs> Yeah. Which is completely not Eta. <laughs> yeah. It's strange, isn't it? Some of yeah. some of the creative choices. Do you know what I made. think it is? I think when I when this came out originally, I think it was before I'd read Much Wonder Woman. So mm. I none of these things actually came up to me as oh, this is things that they're they're not doing properly or this character's out of character or this person's out of character. So but this time I I'm coming in with actual knowledge. I'm coming in with with a more experienced hand with some mm. Wonder Woman experience, and I'm I'm noticing things and going, oh, that doesn't feel quite right. Oh, wait, that doesn't feel quite right either. Oh, what about that? Uh, and this is all the time cheat I guess. What? <laughs> what are you doing? Well, I, to be fair, there's a, there's some stuff like Cheers. There's like, okay, there's some sequel bait that clearly this movie never did well enough. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that was unfortunate. It was basically, they did this one, they did a Green Lantern movie, and then it seemed like after that, everything was either Batman, Superman, or Justice League, or Superman, Batman. I'm pretty sure there was two Green Lantern ones. Oh, there was, there was, but that came a fair bit later. But like, generally speaking, though, 90% of what they were pumping out after this and the Green Lantern one were Batman, Superman, Batman, Superman, Justice League. Because that, they could, yeah. they could Cause put those they, they two on sold, the cover. Didn't they? Yeah. yeah. And that was a shit. Obviously, we're at least approaching a time now where because other characters are getting movies, other characters have got TV shows, I'm actually shocked there's not been more Flash and like, Green Arrow animated movies at this point just because the shows are quite popular yeah i think part of that maybe is because they think oh the shows are on so we don't need them at the minute yeah but maybe after the show's finished it's like okay they've got the, the the recognition in the the general populace now that they can do them it was disappointing at the time though because i think for me at least the the big thing about these animated movies what was exciting was that oh, right, okay, we never get anything, at least, you know, up until that point. Now it's a different world because we have these TV shows and we have movies coming out. But at the time, Batman and Superman were the only DC characters who ever got movies or TV shows. Yeah. I mean, obviously there was a Wonder Woman one in the 70s, but like that had been 40 years ago at that point. Uh, so now it's like, oh, these animated movies could give me stories about characters that we've not seen on screen before. So I want Wonder Woman, I want Green Lantern, I want Flash, I want Teen Titans, I want... Yada, yada, yada. Yeah, and, and, and then, this was on that point. This is one of the earlier ones in this world that that wasn't a straight adaptation of a story. Where you know a lot of them at that point were this is yeah. this this story, this is this arc. Whereas this was okay. The the general you know it's it's kind of the the origin from the the Perez stuff, but it did its own thing as well. Yeah, it, it basically did it like the like the Batman Begins did it, or like Superman the movie did it, where they they took parts of what they liked from. Yeah. various origins put in a little bit of their own stuff and we sort of went from there but uh and it, 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 like it's fine some of, some of the wonder women's fish out of water stuff is fun like there's a sort of alleyway fight where they try to get mugged like so, there's some guys try to mug her and steve and she some, tries to get mugged you know, you know what i meant <laughs> like, she, she, she fights back and there's some fun stuff like that and 
It's but as always with these movies because they're only seventy five minutes long. They they're, they're very punchy almost to a fault. Yeah. Where there's no time to breathe for some things, and uh, that said, it's still pretty strong. Like, I'm still I still had a good time. Oh, definitely. I still think it was good. It was just I think I'm a little underwhelmed because I had higher expectations from memory, but it yeah. I still enjoyed it. Yeah, because uh, I. I think it's it's got a solid script. Everything kind of works together. Everything builds up. Everything's pay off. There's like jokes that start or set up early on and pay off later. There, yeah. there's uh, like character connections that set up and get paid off later. Uh, it does a good job of making us care about a couple of characters who do have like uh, untimely demises. You know, it, yeah. it, it neatly makes us care just a little bit about a character before something bad happens to them. So it does that quite well. Yeah. Uh, and the animation's pretty decent. Uh, it's it's not when the full kind of we were trying to look like an anime thing yet. It's still no. more traditional two D animation in this one, which I prefer. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree with that. And and I think the action especially does look very good. Like that mm. opening sequence in the in the past is is fantastic. That scene's good. Alleyway fight's good. Uh, the invisible jet flying around's good. But that, that's one thing they probably use like some CGI to like make it look cool because it's like see-through uh, yeah and i'm cool with that like that's fine because it should look like it's like an amazing thing in the in the world so it, it fits yeah definitely uh so that's cool uh so i'll give a spoiler warning just so we can not have to hold back just in case there is anything we want to bring up now in terms of uh where the plot goes so spoilers from this point on for the uh wonder woman animated movie um yeah, so I, I like the old crap payoff. Like she keeps, like she gives Steve shit for saying old crap. You know, watch that lang- your language and all that. And uh, in fact, that was something I thought was handled really well throughout. Was the lasso of truth and just the, the fun yeah. little moments of when that was wrapped around someone. It was wrapped around Steve and uh, like after it he was said, like, you know, when he was resting his foot on it. Yeah, and it was it was after that scene though when they first got him tied up and they're like, uh, oh, what does old crap mean? So that's another word for uh, excrement. It's like, oh, what else? What other filth could go through your head? And he, he immediately just comes out with, oh, your daughter's got a great rack. <laughs> yeah. My, <laughs> I mean, my, my one problem funny. with the old crap thing was that was out... It was... She used it in a different context to how she learned it. Because when Steve says it, he doesn't say, oh, crap. He says, that's a load of crap. Uh, as like, oh, no, that's a load of... You know, that's a load of bull sort of thing is what, is what he says at the start. No, but he uses it again. He uses it twice. As he use it again. Okay. He says, oh, crap, the, the second time. Ah, uh, right. Okay, then. I was really confused. I was like, where did, where did she get that context? Oh, no, because he, he says it twice. He says it once at the start, it's once in the middle. Uh, so it's when he's trying to get her drunk. Uh, uh, or in the hospital. Course. I can't remember. But he says it again, and she says, watch your language. Yeah. Uh, that, the, the first one's the one that really sticks out, because that's the... You know, that's the whole conversation mm. about it. Yeah. Now, it's a running thing through it, which is why I like the payoff when she finally just says it herself. Because not only yeah. does she hear it at the start, she specifically tells him not to do it halfway through yeah, the movie. Yeah. So it, it, it pays off quite well, I thought. Do you, uh, do you know the, the thing that I really liked in terms of payoff? It's a, it's a smaller thing, but um, you're talking about that decapitation at the start, mm. which was, I believe that was that was Ares' son that was the one that was getting decapitated. Yeah. When, yeah. when they take out Ares himself... You know the, the 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 movement and the the animation is the exact same. Actually, do I like speaking of decapitations? Was it one? I think I think it's Wonder Woman. She yeah, she's got the lasso around one of the flying monster things at the end, 
and it's it's flying up the side of the building, and she throws up something and decapitates it's it. A, it's a tiara. Yeah, it's as 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 he's flying, then she jumps up and lands on the top of the building. It was a pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. Some fun action stuff. As I guess what I'm saying, I've said that a few times, but uh, there's just some examples of that. One one moment I really liked, uh, even though it was a bit over the top, is in the alleyway when they're getting mugged. She throws one of the the, the muggers, and he like lands on a dumpster and like bounces yeah, off and yeah. lands. His back definitely snapped when he landed on that. Yeah. <laughs> And then I thought it went a bit too far though, because it's when uh, Steve and Diana are sneaking in to like find where Ares is, and there's guards, and it's not actually Diana, it's Steve. Steve comes up and just like he goes like that and like snaps a guy's neck and just drags him out. I'm like, <laughs> just choke him out. And I think he was maybe wanting to to think it was just like a choke out, but it looked like a neck snap. Like the, the way he just sort of went like that, and it was like, oh, I'm pretty <laughs> sure it was a neck snap. That's a bit far. Steve's a soldier; it doesn't take unnecessary risks. <laughs> it's a bit. Far. <laughs> it just seems a to bit excessive. Fair, they are guarding the entrance to the Greek underworld. I just, it's just, it yeah. went straight to neck snap. They didn't try to just gas them or something. To, I don't know. Diana's a warrior as well. She probably had no problems with this. Poor planning. So I'm saying. Oh yeah, uh, no problems with this. Oh, man's world is vicious, and they're all killing each other, and they're, they're all awful. Yeah, I have yeah. no problem with stabbing and maiming people. <laughs> But hypocritical. She, 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 yeah, she is a bit hypocritical in that sense. I mean, <laughs> she goes around with a sword. <laughs> uh, dear. Uh, yeah, so, so that, yeah, that, that was pretty much it. Uh, the, the plot's pretty straightforward. Uh, any other moments or stuff you want to talk about? I got a good laugh when she was teaching the, the little girl about the sword fighting. Ah, yeah, and she gives her proper combat that. tactics. Yeah, and Steve just comes up and is like, yeah, good job teaching her how to go and decimate all her friends. Yeah, I wonder what other sequel stuff they had planned. Because obviously the cheetah little tag at the end where she like people know she's Wonder Woman and cheetah like just shows up and she yeah. at the end and a sort of punch of her. I'm also thinking maybe they had plans for Artemis going down the line because they'd set her up. They cast Rosario Dawson. I feel like that was like she's going to be important later, maybe kind of. Yeah, yeah, quite possibly. They set up a rivalry between them. Then they also hinted at maybe some stuff with Hades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had Hades. Obviously, he's in the movie. He and it's but, all yeah, the plan. Yeah, but he has that ending bit. Yeah. Know? So it feels like they they had a couple of ideas for sequels in general that I'm sad didn't materialize. Because it could have been a trilogy. It could it could have been like movie two is mainly Cheetah. Yeah. And then movie three, uh, like Artemis finally becomes like a right like a proper rival, and Hades comes into it because it's back to being about the gods and stuff. Yeah, and it would make sense. Obviously, we saw at the end that Hades had Ares under his control now mm. that he was dead, and uh, you know you can bring back Ares as a minion of Hades. Then uh, that was maybe actually another missed opportunity. Is that, so that Ares gets his power back because he gets like Hades to pull off his like sort of basically dampeners. He's like you know god dampeners, so he has yeah. like power. You know, because he's a god of war, he makes people want to like conflict and. This was stopping him from doing that. He gets his power back, and we've cut. You know, in the final conflict, we see like the president of the U.S. is like, "Oh, uh, yeah, attack Themyscira." And he sends a nuke, and that's like part of the sort of sub fight. Is like Steve flies off in the plane to stop the nuke, uh, which is fine. It's a fine little subplot, but I almost think it was a wasted opportunity not to have more of this. Like, have more of Ares infecting people and making them want to like go to mm. war and cause more conflict. Like, I feel like. That that you could almost have like had that really early on in the movie and have like the tensions building or like on the mainland like amongst people and see the effects of it. It just it feels like just the president specifically in one little bit during the final fight felt a bit of a 
Yeah, I get yeah. This is a case where I think it's obviously it's the 75-minute the runtime. They've got to keep it short. And w- what we see is just in the context of Ares getting power, not actually doing any of the influencing. We don't really get to that. We get that he's done it, but we don't get to experience it. Well, I almost feel like the first movie like with Ares should be just about him like getting his army. Like, Don't get his power back, just get his army so he can fight. And we can have mm-hmm. basically the same ending. And then the, the third movie in a trilogy, say, would be when he gets his power back. So the third movie, we can start with him already having it, and maybe it's a mystery. We, we, we don't know what's going on. We just see the, the effects of it. And then like it's like a big like moment, like the end of Act 1, or even Act 2, where we go, wait a minute, this is Ares. Like, you know, yeah. I could, there's a, a lot of potential that you could do with that. There is. And I, I feel like it was... Uh, the, the kinda, the, and it's it's a really fun movie, but it, it, it does suffer from let's make a very typical superhero movie kind of feel to it it is but do you want to know something sad mm-hmm. i feel like i'll still probably enjoy this more than i will the new one i'm not willing to say that i'm, I'm just being cynical at this point i know you're being cynical i'm not willing to say that because i feel like justice league i will be as cynical as you could possibly imagine on because the name Zack snyder is attached to it but you know what wonder woman i am going in with a complete even-minded slate i'm just going to and, and and no, I, I appreciate that, I, and that's fair. But I had that attitude to Suicide Squad because oh look, no Zack Snyder attached to this one. Uh, that, no, that's fair. That's fair. And and then we we saw how that went. But so, here's the thing, though: we we can't judge Patty Jenkins on David Ayer. We cannot. But so I'm not judging either of the directors. I'm judging it just on the studio interference at this stage. Possibly, possibly. But with a bit of luck, this will be the first one that doesn't have studio interference, and we might get a good movie out of it. Oh, it'll be a goddamn miracle. Because if nothing else, the action in the trailers looks pretty good. It, it does, actually. I think the trailers look all right. And, but the, yeah. I thought the Suicide trailers looked all right as well. So I was mixed on them. I, I was concerned. And BVS's trailers weren't great either so uh, no they were definitely the worst trailers yeah. i think wonder women's had the best trailers since man of steel because man of steel had good trailers man of steel had say, excellent say trailers. what you want about the movie some of those trailers for man of steel were fantastic oh absolutely they set me up for an excellent movie <laughs> some of those trailers are just no those trailers are better than the film they are <laughs> just Cat's yeah that, that that is a, a fact as far as i'm concerned uh, so obviously I'm hopeful the new Wonder Woman movie is good I, part of it is bittersweet because it has to be connected to this Batman and Superman that I already hate with a fiery passion but it gets away with it a little bit more being in the past it does it, it feels it'll feel mostly separate obviously I'm expecting some bookend scenes in the present day like yeah. maybe she's sitting with Bruce and she's like hey do you want to hear about how I came to man's world he's like yeah alright I've got a few hours <laughs> and she's like here we go and she tells the story could be. And then at the end, Bruce is like, "So is this Steve out the picture then?" Um, so, <laughs> well, well, he's dead. Yeah, he's he, you know he was in his nineties. You know, <laughs> this. Well, he would be in his nineties right now if he was still alive. He's like, all right, just make sure you're single. Okay, and then, boom, cut. <laughs> you cut on making sure you're single. <laughs> It'd be One an improvement. It would be an improvement on the last two movies. I cannot disagree with that. Uh, I'll tell you what. At the very least, it will improve upon Wonder Woman's actual appearances because half of her appearances in Batman v Superman were 
was about like a thumb drive with emails and like video clips. So that's how we introduced the new Justice League was through video clips on a computer. Uh, yeah. Do you know what makes me most annoyed about this movie coming up though? Because as good as some of the trailers look, mm-hmm. that goddamn awful theme kicks oh, in at the God, end, and I go, oh, song. I hate this, I hate this, I hate this so much, and I, I just have this song. horrible feeling it's going to be this overriding theme in the score, and it's going to make me hate whatever's on screen at the time. Uh, if the rest of the movie's good, it won't ruin it for me, but I, I do agree that the the theme song that you know came in and Batman I, I hate it that much it will ruin it for me <laughs> like it, I hate it with a passion oh god I, I do highly dislike it but here you go uh, the animated movie though is is enjoyable solid not great uh, not, not not exceptional I guess is maybe more an ac- accurate uh, yeah. qualifier yeah. it's not exceptional it's just a it's a solid but standard superhero animated film uh which I guess leads us to ratings. Connor, what would you rate Wonder uh, Woman two thousand nine? A, a nice solid seven. I I will concur that seven. I think I give it an eight at release. Uh, it's went down a little I bit. I did too, yeah. For the for the the reasons we've mentioned, but uh, I am going to strangle my cat. He, he's behind the monitor, just faffing about and moving things around. He's knocking things down. It's just all sorts of chaos. There's his paw. He, he's one of his back paws is coming through under the monitor now and just sort of staring at me. It's not a mild fuzz thing without one of the cats attacking. It's not. Uh, so there you go. So that's our thoughts on the uh, 2009 Wonder Woman. Let us know what you think of the film in the comments below. Uh, we did launch a Patreon recently. In fact, you may very well be watching this a week early because Patreon gets influx episodes a week in advance of the of the rest of the public. So if you want to check out the Patreon stuff, uh, go over to patreon.com slash TV. You can check that out and some of the other bonuses that are available. Uh, but uh, no. Otherwise, uh, like, subscribe, all that stuff. All of it helps. Uh, we appreciate all of it. Uh, get us on Twitter at mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates. Individual Twitters, I'm at Wibble89. Connor's at ConorRyan94. Uh, but that's us, guys. So thanks very much for watching. Have I almost said the wrong outro. We'll see you next time. <laughs>